Welcome into the show. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome into Talking Trek Live. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host, and this is Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast with today our special guest, Community Manager Panic, will be joining us momentarily for our September State of the Game address. Let's find out who in the galaxy is hanging out and who wants their questions answered today. Welcome in, everybody. Data Systems Technical Chief on 27. Welcome to the show. Jerry Ryan on 146. Kukar on 17. Appreciate you being here. Welcome in. Hey, Lord Farquaad on 147. Howdy doody. Andy Dandy on 31. Jace on 44. Be Ready on 196. Medieval Knight on 13. Lady Kess and Admiral Sack Attack both on server 15. Welcome Captain Carnage on 14. Appreciate you being here. And Hani on server 18. Zula on 25. And uh, Splatsu from the Gem Hadar server at server 13. Welcome. Dead Dealer on server 15. Howdy doody. Steven Zarin on 129. Welcome into the show. Commander Taylor on Sleepy server 192. Silent Stabber on server 8. Phoenix on 199. Dub Big on server 36. Welcome, Metal on 8. I appreciate you being here. Welcome into the show. Truck and Chick on server 26. Captain Morgan on server 31. Hudson 146. Swifty on 31. Punch My Clown. Triple Lock. Yeah. On server 36. Congratulations to you. Nostromo on server 30. Appreciate you being here. Bernard on server 28. Blokeman on 134. Welcome into the show. And uh, no, no Slow. The Great on server 30 and 36. Welcome in. Appreciate you being here. Raxnar on server 8. Mr. Fusion on 15. Welcome in. Miss Harley Quinn on server 31. Appreciate you being here. Captain Mark on server 39. Yes. Hey, Wicked Witch. Howdy doody. Appreciate you being here on server 15. Jayberg on 32. Punch My Clown on 36. NC says happy uncommon ship parts day, DJ. Server 9 checking in. Fartasia at 3 o'clock in the morning says hello from server 190. Wham on 15. Yaya on server 43. Welcome Phoenix on 199. I don't think that's a real server number, man. <laughs> Actually, maybe? I don't know. They've, they've, they've added a couple. I'm going to have to check that one, buddy. Hey, Killer Orange on server 7. Welcome. Appreciate it. Lord Neelix on 15. Arian on server 30. Fisticuffs on 193. Rwag on 133. Appreciate you being here. Thank you so very, very much. Svanon on server 8. Hiya bombed you on 15. Lasky on 129. And the list goes on. 39 additional messages. And welcome to all of you here today. We've got a great show planned for you. Your mics are potted up. And yes, Community Manager Panic will be joining us uh, momentarily. We, we should hopefully be getting him in about 10 or 15 minutes, uh, which gives us plenty enough time, ladies and gentlemen, for our staple segment. Don't worry, we would never skip the stupid, stupid news. Stupid We would never do that to you. I would never deprive you. I would never deprive you of your of your weekly, your bi-weekly dose of stupid news. Let's find out what's going on in the world around us. <laughs> Thank you. Over 90 million people watched last night's presidential debate here in the States. 90 million people. It was the highest rated comedy in television history. Yes, it was. Fox News, <laughs> Fox News moderator Chris Wallace is considered to be the best in the business, but I feel like he should have been able to put a shock collar on each guy to zap them when they went off the rails. At one point, I, I honestly thought that they might have uh, broken into Yo Mama jokes. It would have been a lot classier than what we got. Uh, an Austin, Texas man has built a candy shooting cannon and a candy dispensing robot to keep Halloween alive in his neighborhood. My uh, opinion 
of this story totally depends on whether or not he has kids. If he does, then cool. This is cute. If not, the cops need to watch out for this guy. Just just keep an eye on that, that address. The fact that the CDC wants to ban trick-or-treating is absolutely sad and ridiculous this week, mostly because my kid can't trick-or-treat, I can't eat his candy. Uh, but seriously, it's outdoors. People are wearing masks anyway. So to put it in candy terms, I think those nerds at the CDC should take five and Nestle crunch the numbers. <laughs> and I don't I don't care to talk about it. I ain't scared. Uh, although those uh, whatchamacallits may send the three musketeers after me and find me a hundred grand and I may end up sleeping with the Swedish fishes. <laughs> That's good. That's a lot of candy right there. Uh, a video. <laughs> Thank you. A video of former Trump campaign manager Brad Parscale. Parscale? Parscale? Uh, guys, this is a video. It's online. You can absolutely watch it. He's being tackled by Florida police to end a standoff at his home, and this video has gone viral. Uh, you know, after watching the Dolphins for three weeks, it's nice to know someone in Florida still knows how to tackle. I mean, seriously, that, that's a thing. Sorry, Dolphins fans. Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning in other sports news continue to celebrate their second Stanley Cup championship after defeating the Dallas Stars this past Monday night. There was so much cursing and screaming in the locker room. I thought the presidential debate came on a day early. That's what I, I thought. Residents of Lake Jackson, Texas, have been warned not to drink your tap water, folks, because it may contain a brain-eating amoeba. Real news. Lake Jackson, Texas. Y'all watch out. Don't drink your water. There's bugs in there that can eat your brain, you know, because, hey, 2020, right? <laughs> One person was arrested and five guns confiscated after a fight broke out at a haunted house in North Carolina. Apparently, the fight started when a girl ran into her ex at the haunted house after he ghosted her. <laughs> he ghosted her. Yeah. I'm not surprised there was an issue, though. These haunted house people typically have a lot of skeletons in their closet. <laughs> a Spanish zookeeper was mauled by a gorilla who broke through three different safety doors to attack her in Madrid. Yes, you can read all about it in the new children's book, Furious George. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and here's one. Here's one you may have missed. Dwayne The Rock Johnson has officially offered his celebrity endorsement to Joe Biden for president this past weekend. People are making a big deal about it, but all the celebrity uh, endorsements in the world cannot win you the White House. Celebrity endorsements are about as meaningful as the Atlanta Falcons having a lead in the fourth quarter. <laughs> it looks, looks good on paper, but it never ends in victory. Uh, guys, Gwyneth Paltrow is in the news posted a nude photo of herself on Instagram to celebrate her 48th birthday. I'll, I'll pause here while you guys go download Instagram. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's not she's not wearing any clothes, but it is it is as classy as you can be when you're naked. She's covering up her her private areas. That's the way that's the way clickbait on the internet works. It's like Kim Kardashian with absolutely no clothes on, but then you click and she's covered in leaves. Not not that not that I've clicked. I, I've just heard about it. I've I've just heard. Uh, yeah, that's. That's it. There you go, Wicked Witch. There is your stupid news. Yeah, I've only heard about it. I don't know exactly what could potentially be going on or not going on on this photo of various celebrities. Yeah, not, nothing to see here. Anyway, yeah, I'd be more interested in seeing the Gwyneth Paltrow one. 
Um, but uh, yeah, she's a classy lady. I love Gwyneth Paltrow. I think she's I think she's gorgeous. Like I mean, she's forty eight. She's she's gorgeous, right? She's good. I like her. Uh, yeah, the candles candles are slightly less classy, perhaps, but uh, I mean, I'm 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 okay with the candles. I'm all right with it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. I am your host. This is Talking Trek Live. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. If you can't tell from the first 10 minutes here, we talk about everything related to Star Trek, uh, except for, you know, what everything else is going on in the world. Uh, I do have a couple of things. So, uh, guys, today, yes, uh, Community Manager Panic will be here. As teased in the episode announcement, he does have an announcement for you. We do uh, have another super secret special hint regarding the future of Discovery. I'm going to see if Panic is the one that's willing to give that hint away a little bit later on in the show. Plus, uh, coming up uh, towards the end of the show, we will be giving away another uh, two players. We'll have an opportunity to win up to 1,000 Spore Drive components each. All right, Two different winners today with Community Manager Panic, each with an opportunity to win up to 1,000 Spore Drive components. Uh, and we're going to be giving that away on the show here today. Also, would like to send a very special welcome and shout out and hello to our YouTube YouTube viewers out there. We are simulcasting on YouTube. Thank you guys for uh, so much for being here. If you're on the YouTube stream for the very first time, please do subscribe to the channel. We do a ton of produced videos as well, um, and uh, we would really appreciate you subscribing to the channel, clicking the little bell notifier so you know about things that are coming up, and of course, liking the video and leaving your comments below the videos that you watch so that we can come back around, swing back around, and answer those for you. As a matter of fact, a new video went out today and a brand new series that we are calling Back to Basics, and it is Snake Eyes Time to Shine. Snake Eyes is taken to the microphone to produce a brand new series for Talking Trek, and uh, it's got its own playlist and everything, and today episode one launched, uh, and it's Back to Basics. So for, for some of us veteran players, we have forgotten we have forgotten what uh, it was like to be in the game uh, a year and a half ago, or at least some of us have. Some of us may not uh, have forgotten some of the trials and tribulations that we went through at that time. But uh, the game has also changed. So it's good to refresh. It's good to go back and, uh, and maybe remember some things that we that – we may not have had to deal with here lately, but there are new players joining the game all the time. And so uh, Snake Eyes wanted to develop this content and uh, this new uh, series that we're calling Back to Basics. And uh, episode one launched today, and I encourage you guys to go check that out. And this is just a real simple one. If you're a brand new player to the game, the first thing you need to do, the first thing you need to do, according to this video, is to make a record of your player ID. Because if you don't, that could pose serious problems for you down the road. You guys go check out the video. He explains how to do it, how you need to uh, take the steps to protect your account from technical glitches in the future. And uh, no, I, I just said what the topic was. He's like, great. Now they don't need to watch the video. You need to watch the video because he gives you a couple of good hints on how to preserve your game account moving forward. That is on our YouTube channel. Be sure to go there, subscribe to the channel, and enjoy those videos. Whether you're a veteran player or a brand new player, there's lots of good stuff there. And we will be going back to basics with Snake Eyes Speaks. 
on our YouTube channel, a new playlist just for you guys. Uh, welcome into the show. A uh, couple of things that we're going to touch on very quickly while we are waiting for Panic to show up, um, and he should be here anytime. I'm hoping anytime in the next 10 to 15 minutes we should get him in. But uh, there was a couple of things that we wanted to touch on from the last episode that we wanted to come back in and give to you. So uh, there has been a couple of questions about some of the new officers. So let's very quickly jump into this. Uh, by the way, special shout-out and congratulations to the newest members of the content creator team. Harley, my good friend Harley from the official Discord is now purple. Congratulations to you, Harley. I'm very, very proud of you. Good yeah! job. Yes, I'm very, very, uh, very, very proud of him and super excited. He's been developing content and actually been developing content in more than one language, which is incredibly awesome. Uh, we don't have very many content creators that are actually producing content in multiple languages, and Harley is doing it, so congratulations to him. Also, Emperor Sun has joined the team. Welcome to you, Emperor Sun. Emperor Sun has been doing YouTube videos for quite some time, and he is kind of like me. He's a super nerd. He likes to dive into math and do spreadsheets uh, and things like that. So some interesting mathematical mechanics are going to come out of there. So uh, welcome, Emperor Sun, to the team. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome Corkman. Yeah! Corkman to the show. Uh, Corkman has been producing the infographics. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of infographics that have made their way throughout the Discord. If you have seen one of these infographics, there is a high degree of likelihood that it actually came from Corkman. So he is doing some new print content creation for us as well. And congratulations to him for also being purple. Uh, so, yeah, we're really, really excited. Three new purples on the official Discord and uh, very excited to be growing the team and welcome those guys with open arms uh, as we continue to spread information. And uh, and actually, i got to give all the credit in the world to Harley on this one because Harley came to me a couple of days ago and said, hey, have we done a lot of testing with Saru? I've heard a lot of people say that he doesn't work. Uh, and I said, you know what? I've done some early testing. I haven't drawn a conclusion. I've got about – Here's the, here's the thing. We have been busy. Snake Eyes and I have been very busy. Um, and I have prepared the content for a video on Saru, but I have not yet actually produced the video. I haven't sent anything to Snake Eyes. I haven't, I haven't come to a conclusion. I've got all the raw data. Now I need to go through it and see what's actually happening. Now, DeBig says his captain's ability doesn't activate, but his second ability is great. Uh, Snake Eyes, if you would please be so kind, or, or DeBig, uh, if you would please uh, throw up real quick a captain's uh, screenshot and an officer screenshot. See, I don't even know enough about this officer to remember which is which. However, there has been conversation uh, that I think it is the captain's ability, and even DeBig says his captain's ability doesn't activate. Actually, it does. It does, and Harley helped discover this, and, uh, and I found it also through my testing. Um, Saru's captain's ability is proccing, but it's not proccing in the way that it's written. The way that it's written is each time that you're hit or each time that you're uh, – I don't remember. Again, somebody help me with a screenshot. Okay. It, uh, every time you're crit, you reduce the crit chance. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, Wayne. Appreciate that. When you're fighting players, every time your ship is hit by a critical hit, Saru will decrease the critical hit chance of the opponent's ship by 10%. Now, what's interesting about that is that that does happen. 
okay, except it has nothing to do with being hit. It procs one time at the very, very beginning, and if you guys will use Saru in the captain's chair, you will see, and, uh, and, and maybe we can post Harley's video. Well, it's in the, in the uh, Scopely squad room if you guys want to check that out. So his captain's maneuver is procking. However, it's not when you get hit by critical chance. It's just a flat, non-stackable, 10% reduction to critical hit chance that happens at the very beginning of the round. That being said, that 10% reduction is functioning. It's just not functioning the way that the card describes. Okay? The card says every time you're hit with a critical hit, that Saru is going to decrease the opponent's critical hit chance by 10%, hopefully, eventually, making it so that your opponent cannot hit you with criticals. That is not happening. Now, if that were to happen, Wham, that would actually be a pretty daggone good captain's maneuver. Agreed? I mean, the only real counter you have for that is con. Okay, and uh, and so to be clear, this is how we tested it. We tested it against a standard crew. We also tested it against a con crew. All right. And we have been able to determine that Saru works halfway. Okay, he fires once at the very, very beginning of the round and gives your opponent a flat 10 percent decrease to your critical hit chance. However, if your opponent is running con, then you know that that con is just going to keep building it back up and up and up anyway. So con is a direct counter for Saru. Saru is not doing anything. At this point, you're kind of right. Uh, not a great card as far as the captain's maneuver. Okay, the captain's maneuver is, is not great. Okay, he is decent in base because those rounds are typically very, very short. All right, they don't last very long, so 10% is all you need for that two or three rounds, okay? But uh, in PvP, not a, super great, uh, not a super great officer to be using. The officer ability when fighting players, Saru decreases the opponent's weapon damage by 30%, and that's wonderful, except that is on base, okay? So you're not seeing a huge impact. What you're actually seeing in net results is approximately a 5% reduction. Okay, a 5% reduction as far as net results go with Saru's officer ability. And again, does not stack. That is a one-time ability. If I'm guessing, perhaps, the one-time ability of the officer ability was maybe somehow accidentally uh, coded over to the captain's maneuver, or we have a tooltip error and his captain's maneuver is working as they intended and somebody just wrote it up wrong. We don't know. Okay, we don't know. And yes, I say critical chance, critical chance. Okay, so the counter to Saru would be any officer that improves critical hit chance and Khan is going to massively overpower Saru at this stage unless Saru is fixed to match his tooltip, in which case Saru can become a formidable card. At this time, he is not working as he is written in the game, but he does function at a 10% reduction to overall critical hit chance. All right, so you guys just be aware as you're using him. Uh, one last thing, one other thing that we wanted to talk about uh, from the last show, and uh, sorry to bombard you with nerd stuff here early. Bombastic says, DJ, just say Saru is broken. Saru is broken as compared to the way he's written. Absolutely. Okay, he's not working properly compared to the way he's written. Uh, but there, I mean, he does do something. He does do something. It's just not at all what we hoped. It's not at all what's written. And what he is doing is not a mind-blowingly amazing ability. Okay? It's just not. All right? 10% reduction to critical hit chance. There's a half a dozen other cards that do the same thing. 
All right. Fisticuff says for a blue card, it's not all that surprising. Yeah, but there are some blue cards that can do some amazing things. And the way this one was written, we have to we have to kind of ask Scopely, you know, hey, was this just written wrong or was he coded wrong? And and either one is just as possible. Right. Either one is just as likely. So we don't know yet. And uh, and that will be something that uh, that will uh, we will escalate. Thanks to Harley's research. All right. Uh, yeah, Yuki's a blue card. All right, Spock is a blue card. Uh, so there, there are some some game changing blue cards out there. I mean, heck, look at Harrison, also a blue card. Okay, so uh, you know there there is that. Okay, Moreau, thank you, Commander Taylor, also a blue card. Now, one of the other things that we wanted to test uh, from the last show. And I am going to get a little bit nerdy on you. Okay, I'm going to give you a little bit of math just because I haven't had a chance to put this in a video yet. But shout out and thank you, Ning. Ning uh, was listening to the last show and said, hey, I want to test this. We had talked about running a test that would see if MUD 2.0 was an effective counter for Harrison. Well, guys, uh, the test has been conducted and the results analyzed and the uh, a couple of screenshots now moving into the graphics room. The first one right there, of course, as you can see, just a MUD 2.0 proc. And again, he had to run this a couple of times because MUD 2.0 doesn't guarantee a proc. It's only a 60% chance for a proc. So we take a look uh, over there and we see on the left-hand side, we see that Harrison, all uh, oh, daggone it, these aren't even the right ones. Sorry. on it. Sorry, Ning. I uh, uploaded the wrong ones. Um, hang on just a minute. That was a normal one, which we had already established. Let me go back. Sorry. Okay, here we go. <laughs> wrong one. Uh, coming into the graphics room now, there is what we're looking at. And I uh, apologize for that little bit of trouble there. And for those of you listening on YouTube or listening in podcast form, these screenshots are available now in our graphics room. All right, if you take a look at the first graphic right there, you can see that uh, Ning loaded up Harrison and uh, the uh, opponent loaded up Harry Mudd, okay? Now, this is what's interesting, okay? Let's take a look here, and we can see that both of them proc. Harry Mudd procced first, okay, which is pretty typical. If you attack a player, they get their procs first, okay? Uh, they also, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they get their first shot. If you attack another player, they always get first shot, all right? Um, so, take a look here. Harry Mud procs, meaning that 98% of the damage that gets through mitigation is going to be sent to the shield. All right? It's going to be sent to the shield. Uh, that we know works. We've tested it before. And we know that Harrison works. All right? And in the second screenshot now, we can see uh, damage from a shot. So, here's where we're going to get into the math, guys. And, and I apologize. I'm going to go through this somewhat quickly. But it is uh, in detail. It's covered in our Who is John Harrison video about how Harrison actually works. But here's, uh, here's what we can interpret from this battle log. Okay? We know that Mud procs. So, he goes first. And this is actually why uh, you'll, you'll understand my conclusion here in a moment, okay? Here's how this process is going to work. So we take a look at the, at the first shot, 615,000, all right? 357,000 of it is mitigated, leaving you 258,472. That's the damage that's going to go to shield or hull. Now, normally, in a normal circumstance, 80% of that would go to shield, and 20% to hull. That's 206,778 would normally go to shield and 51,694 going to hull. If mud procs, he 
goes first. So he's going to take the total damage, the 258-472. He's going to take 98% of it, and it's going to go straight to shield. That would be 253-303 if mud procs, and only 5,169 damage going to the hull. However, that 253-303 is the new shield value. Mud procced first. So the 253-303 is now the shield value, and now Harrison procs, okay? So Harrison is going to ignore 60% of that shield. Well, it's a massively large number. So you're going to take 60% of the 253, which equals 151.982, and you're going to add that to the new whole value, which is 51.69, basically resulting in exactly what you see. 157.151 going to hull and 101.321 going to the shields. Now, just as a point of comparison, if mud was not on this ship and this exact same shot was fired, if it was just Harrison it would have put 82 711 to shields and 175 to the hull. So here's what you got, all right? With mud, you got 101 on the shields. Without mud, 82 to the shields. With mud, all right, 157 to hull. And without mud, 175 to the hull. Long story short, mud helps you a little bit, okay? I mean, he only saved you about 25,000 hull points. So is mud an effective counter for John Harrison? The answer is no. The answer is no, okay? Uh, mud is not an effective counter for Harrison, okay? Now, obviously, Pike and Moreau were not in that shot, but again, doesn't really matter, okay? 98% of the shield was going, all right, now again, if you had used Pike and Moreau and maybe gotten it to 100% shield ignore, that would have been significantly different. But the bottom line is, the bottom line is, Mud did not do enough for me to warrant giving him an officer slot. Okay? Mud gets to proc first. Now, if the proc order were reversed, Jerry Ryan, then it would be significantly different. Okay? But if you've got Harrison and you attack somebody with Mud, then the effect is essentially nominal, okay? Now, uh, Tequila says, hey, let's look at an opposite scenario. Let's look at an opposite scenario in which, oh, let's see. No, Tequila, that one is, so you're using Bones. I guess you must be using Bones and Harrison, which is another possibility because Bones is going to give you some officer ability there, so not a bad thing. But again, again, Jerry Ryan's got it right. If the proc order were reversed and Mud attacks Harrison, then it could be a little bit better. But if Mud is on the defensive, then it's essentially not not going to help you. Okay. So if you're going out and you're hunting, then maybe you could put Mud on there. But if you're running around and you're doing some PVE or if you're defending in a base raid or whatever, not worth having. Not worth having. Okay. So. Uh, now, Blokeman says he's got a tear on you, and you only just won, though. Again, long-term could be a little bit different. We're talking about differences in the shield versus hull in that first round. The first round's the only one that matters, okay? And the difference was literally 25,000. So if he barely won in a long battle, then other officer cards have come into play. But in round one, it literally made a difference of 25,000 points to your hull. That's it. All right. Now, for some of you, 25,000 points may be a lot. 
For most of you, it's not. For most of you, uh, in Saladins or in uh, Bordises or even in the rare ships, you can have over a million points in whole health. So 25,000 is negligible. Okay? Negligible. So somebody asked the question, what does Harrison versus Mud look like? There you go. Not, not fantastic. You guys, uh, your mics are potted up. I will answer your questions uh, as we are waiting for Panic to arrive. Community manager Panic is set to arrive any moment. Uh, but in the meantime, your mics are potted up, and I'd like to see if anybody has any questions about some of the things that we talked about here very, very early. Anybody? Oh, my. It's awful quiet in here, okay? Uh, awful quiet. Blokeman says, run him against Jayla, Decius, and Khan, and you'll massacre him. Oh, talking about Tequila Mac. Yeah, uh, yeah, could. Truckin' Chick says, math hurts this early in the morning. I know, and that's why I kind of wanted to breeze through it. And, uh, and maybe uh, on uh, the, the produced version of the podcast, Snake Eyes can, can put it in visual form. Or, heck, maybe we'll turn it into a video. I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's a video that's worth having. I mean, the simple thing is, I can tell you in 30 seconds, you know, if you're attacking somebody with, with mud, then ain't really that great. All right. However, if we turned it around and tested Harrison as the defender, then it could make a difference. But, guys, uh, that's, that's the point that I was trying to make. The math does check out. Harrison procs and mud procs. Uh, if mud procs as the defender, then the math does check out. Everything works, and, uh, and everything's good. Snake Eyes says someone has stated that Harrison may not actually proc in defense. I don't know if that's true. I haven't actually tested him since I don't have him. <laughs> Still don't have it because I could not get in on that auction action. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Uh, real quick, uh, some of you guys have probably seen the uh, the results from a lot of your servers. Uh, I saw some big scores. I think the biggest one that I ever saw, uh, the biggest one that I ever saw, I think uh, did breach 400 million. 400 million points in a domination-style auction. Woo-wee. Uh, and yes, I do buy some packs. As a matter of fact, I got irresponsible this, this past week. I've spent like um, $350 this past week. But in all fairness, <laughs> in all fairness, I have, ladies and gentlemen, completed my journey to $6 billion. My ISS Jellyfish launched yesterday, and I was super excited about it. As a matter of fact, wow. What a daggone good time to do it. Harry says, uh, Harry said that Ska put up like uh, 600 million. I don't think, I don't think Ska, no, I don't think it was quite that high. I've got a screenshot uh, from Ska. He gave me one. Hang on, let me see if I can find it. Oh, gosh, I'm, I'm never going to find that now. Uh, let's see if I can dig it out very quickly. I don't know that I saved it. Snake Eyes, did I send it to you? I don't know that I did. If I send it to you and you find it before I can find it, throw it up there. Uh, here it is. Here it is. Uh, Ska scored 460 million points. 460 million points. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. That was what, one gun for him? Uh, he told me that he had to do tier 12 on one of his, sh- <laughs> on one of his ships. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, tier twelve. Um, Fartasia says on his Tribune. Yeah, tier twelve got him four hundred and seventy million points. Can't wait for that. Uh, but yes, so my uh, my ISS Jellyfish built yesterday, which leads me into uh, which leads Ooh, me yeah, which leads me into some fantastic news that we got today, everybody. 
One of the questions that I had prepared for our dear community manager, Panic, was, does Scopely know what a calendar is? And do we have a concept of what 30 days is? Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Technically, 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 it is still September. (laughs) Technically, it's still September, and the ISS Jelly event has arrived. It arrived today at noon Eastern for players 36 plus. And uh, for those of you who are not flying around the galaxy in ISS Jellyfishes, your ISS Jelly Pursuit event popped today. Yes, it did. Right after a world-breaking auction for John Harrison, the ISS Jelly event came. Now, Snake Eyes and I both, we joked about this. We warned the community. We said to people, we said, hey, listen, there's going to be a jelly event soon. You need to choose which one you're going to go after because, I mean, some people probably couldn't have competed in both. Okay. If some people have been using our method and saving and saving and saving and saving and saving and saving uh, for the next jelly event, and then we had the Harrison auction, those players had a choice. They could continue to save for the jelly recruit event, or they could have blown their load on John Harrison. Some players did, as we saw. All right. Some players did. And then, of course, even after the John Harrison auction, we had two days of domination. For battle pass points. Now, I will also point out, I will also point out that for those of you who have completed your battle pass, and and Snake Eyes and I have also said this on the official Discord, we've been asked, is there a benefit to continuing doing the events after you complete the battle pass? And the answer is subjective. The answer is subjective. If you need the resources, then go for it. All right, because these events still are resource converters. If you need the resources, go ahead and do it. However, uh, right after the John Harrison auction, we got a domination launch, and uh, and I said, you know, woof, oof, that's a lot of spend right there. Especially, I mean, if you blew everything on the Harrison auction, then you might not have had much left for a domination event. But if you didn't need the battle pass points, then, you know, you could have done it. Now, I didn't participate in the Harrison auction, so I was able to do domination get a few resources, all right, uh, and get some extra battle pass points, which doesn't do me any good. Okay, but uh, I understand why some players, you know, feel like now all of a sudden we've had Harrison, we've had Domination, and now we have Jellyfish Pursuit. All right, but nonetheless, the Jerry, uh, the, the Jerryfish, the Jellyfish auction is underway. The Jellyfish Pursuit is underway right now. It's a 48-hour event, and you've got a chance now to uh, to come on in and. Um, and get your jellyfish, all right, like I did almost a month ago. And for those of you who did uh, already have a jellyfish, or in my extremely lucky case, by the way, I did not know. I didn't know this was coming. I know that people are going to say, well, you rushed it. No, you guys know. I have been raiding, 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 raiding. By the way, thank you, Server15, for your extreme generosity and uh, so selflessly providing me with the six billion steel that I needed to build my jellyfish. All right. I thank you for your generosity. Uh, <laughs> I, I do. I thank you so much for that because that allowed me to uh, build my jellyfish and get it out. Thankfully, gosh, with one day to spare. One day to spare because, uh, and 
I say this jokingly, all right, so you guys don't don't get it twisted. But for the level 36 plus, or the, well, rather the 39 plus, who have built your jellyfish, today we got a brand spanking new event. A brand spanking new event. And an event that the VIPs are super excited about. Now, I would be naturally excited about it anyway. I would be naturally excited about it anyway because I have no way to earn uncommon four-star material and uncommon four-star parts right now. I have no way to do it. My refinery is not there. I cannot refine uncommon parts and or materials until Ops 41, which I know I wasn't going to go to right away. Hey, what's up? Panic is in the room, ladies and gentlemen. Panic is here. Uh, are you in voice? No, no, no. Hey, yes, yes. what's up? Welcome. Appreciate <laughs> Sorry, you stopping guys. in. No, it, it's cool. Uh, well, let, let's finish up real quick uh, with this. We'll take a break and we'll move everybody into the interview room and get started. But guys, this Jellyfish Brawl event is awarding an astronomical amount of G4 Uncommon and G4 Parts. So for those players 39 plus who have a Jellyfish event, uh, I haven't talked to anybody yet. And, and, and Mac, I mean, even Mac, who is usually very analytical, very mathematical, he came in and said, golly, this event is paying super well. V-Ready, you said the same thing. Paying really, really well. Ape 13 says Jellyfish Brawl is great. Super great rewards. Guys, I want to take two seconds, and Panic, you can hear this as a piece of feedback, and then we're going to come back and do your segment. All right? Uh, the 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 Parasibellum Bloza event that we were teasing about, and we joked that it did not pay out very well for the VIPs. Right, Mac? You said you, – you, you're even saying right now it's a million light years better than the than – the, yes, Bloza because it blew. Uh, <laughs> than the Latin event. I'm going to call it the Latin, uh, the Latin, Latin event. All right? They heard our feedback on this, guys. All right, I guarantee you. I, panic. Let me let me ask you your first question of the day. I'm going to bet you a nice brand new crisp American $5 bill that this jellyfish brawl event was an event designed with direct feedback from the community about the availability of G4 materials and parts. Yes or no? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Scouts. Yeah. Scouts. Panic is only saying that because it's being well received. Okay, that's that's what he's saying. Of no, no, course we did it for you guys. It was all me. It was all me, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Uh, really, really good. Ape said so good. Uh, finished with Billy from accounting. Billy from accounting did it. Hey, there you go. Hey, and I'm and I'm all good for it. So listen, uh, Panic, Gala, uh, the uh, Leela, who's a, a developer who's been showing her face in the official Discord here a little bit lately. You guys have met Leela, uh, and for the rest of the developers and designers who listen to this show, um, I want to say and and from my audience, thank you. Thank you. This event has been extremely well received. It's a very equitable payout, very reasonable milestones, and a very strong reward system, and the players are happy about that. And, and I hope that this event continues. I hope that it runs in conjunction. If it's a monthly event, so be it. That's fine. If you want to make it a weekly event, I'm sure we ain't going to complain. Uh, but th- this, this is a good event with good rewards, and we just want to say thanks from the player base, uh, from the G4 player base. Uh, Max says run it uh, multiple times a week instead of the awful Latin event. You know, <laughs> I, I, I will send – panic, there's your first piece of feedback. Let's scrap the Paris Blosa event and bring in the jellyfish, uh, the jellyfish event. All right? It's, it's a good one. It's very, very good. Um, so, yeah. 
Anyway, uh, listen, uh, to to uh, address a comment very quickly, uh, this particular event was not exactly a rerun, Snake Eyes. There was something somewhat similar to this way back, November of 19, if you guys remember. The basic mechanics of that one were the same, but the rewards were significantly modified. The rewards are not what they were a year ago. Uh, as uh, V-Ready says they were the same. No, uh, we have actually looked into that because that was something. Yes, this event, V-Ready, the event was, but the actual rewards are higher than what they used to be uh yeah we had it uh, did we have it multiple times i only remember i think it was documented once or twice that we actually saw it uh i don't i don't think it was multiple runs i think it was only uh yeah it was only once maybe twice but i can only remember of once that i remember seeing it uh, nonetheless. All right. Panic is here, folks. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take our first break. And in this break, I need you to move to the interview room. All right. Move to the interview room during this break. Panic will get you moved as well. And we will get in to our September state of the game. We have limited time with community manager Panic today. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host of Talking Trek Live. This is Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Don't go anywhere. Community manager Panic is next. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Honey Bunches of Red Hair and insect parts. The first cereal imported from Mexico, thanks to NAFTA. This year, many Americans will be voting by mail for the first time. For some young voters, this will be the first time they've sent any mail at all. So, to make sure your ballot is counted, we put together some simple mail-in voting do's and don'ts. Once you get your ballot, do vote as early as possible. In fact, I already filled out my ballot for the 2024 election. Good luck on election night, Steve Buscemi. Do follow all the instructions. Mail-in voting is like building a bookshelf from Ikea. Skip one step and the whole thing could collapse and fall on your nephew Dennis and then everybody stops talking to you. Don't write in a fake address like 69 doggy style lane. <laughs> Which actually is pretty good. I might use that. Do sign your name before sending your ballot in. And not that squiggle bull you do on the credit card machine at CVS, your real signature. Don't eat Cheetos right before you fill your ballot out. The smudges won't nullify your vote. It's just gross. Don't use your ballot to write Fuller House erotica. Even if you have interesting ideas about what Uncle Jesse and Kimmy Gibbler could do to each other, it's been done. Do remember that your state might require a witness to sign your ballot too. Don't knock it till you try it. Sometimes voting can be hotter when someone's watching. Don't copy the Asian kids' answers. This isn't high school algebra. Roy. Man, ain't nobody looking at you, dude. I'm over here waiting for my turn to talk. Oh, really? Will you? Yes. Okay. Once you've voted, it's time to prepare for the post-election chaos. Do make sure you have enough wood to build yourself a bunker. And do not f*** with me at night. I'm ready, motherfucker. She's in church, but she doesn't go Still she's on her knees And Scotty doesn't know Oh, Scotty doesn't know so Panic doesn't know Panic doesn't know <laughs> yes, I think it it says panic doesn't know. <laughs> we rewrote it. Panic doesn't know. 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 
Panic doesn't know. All right, welcome in, everybody. <laughs> Panic, that one was just for you, buddy. Uh, we had the special request just, just, uh, just for you. How you doing, buddy? Welcome into the show. Very well, very well. It's good to be back finally. Oh, I know. The, uh, it feels like uh, September. The pushback on the pushbacks, but I'm glad yeah. to be back. September's been a little bit weird. I'd uh, like to take this opportunity to welcome everybody back in from the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. I am your host. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Panic, uh, we've been on the air with you almost an entire year. Uh, we've had you on this show now. This uh, marks our eighth visit with you. Uh, so thank you so much. Golly, eight times. Can, can you believe that? Uh, three quarters of the year you have been on this show. And I think it is about damn time that you let me, uh, that you specifically out of your mouth say that this is the official podcast of Star Trek Fleet Command. <laughs> This is the uh, this is the official podcast where Panic has to come once a month, on unfortunately tied behind his back. Otherwise, you know what? I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that. I'm good with that. All right. Yeah, Panic has to come here. You heard it. Okay. So uh, there you go. I'm I'm good with that. I'm going to roll with that one. Uh, Panic, appreciate you being here. Commitment that I've here. made. Commitment that I made, and I'm happy that I made. It. So yeah, good. good we've you. we've had a good time. Uh, as a matter of fact, I did uh, just in in a in a brief moment. I'll tell you. I because uh, Panic doesn't read half of my emails. The most communication I get with him throughout the month is actually right here on the show. So, uh, Panic, I am going to go ahead and remind you that episode 100 is coming very soon. Episode 100 Ooh. should launch. Uh, Snake Eyes, what did we think? Uh, sometime in November. And we want to do something magnificent. So we're going to go ahead and promote it. Snake Eyes, uh, you've got tape running, multiple forms, just in case Panic tries to burn down my house. Panic, uh, we want to do something absolutely magnificent for episode 100. Just say yes. Yes. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what I'm signing up to, but I'm saying yes, guys. That's right. <laughs> yes you heard it. It's live on the YouTubes, and we got it right here on the podcast. It's on the interwebs for everybody to see. Panic, uh, thank you very much for taking time. I don't want to waste any more of it because we have you on a limited time today. Very quickly, uh, you told us that you have to dip out in actually about 55 minutes. Okay, we, got, we have less than an hour, folks, because Panic, tell us what you're doing tonight. Do you have another date? Because, I mean, I feel like... No, no, no. It's my, one of my very good friends' goodbye party. He's leaving forever from Barcelona, unfortunately, and I'm going to go say goodbye. He's leaving forever? Like, I mean, he's never coming back? Like, you guys can't Skype or talk or, you know? Yeah, but I'll never see him again. Well, I haven't seen him in... Well, I won't see him in a, for a while. So. You're not going to be able to bro-hug him is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Some bro hugging. <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, guys, we've got about an hour. So let's get uh, right to it. Okay. Let's get right to it. Panic, uh, as we typically do, of course, on the very last day of the month, we typically try to do it a little bit earlier. September's been tough. Your September state of the game. A lot of things have happened. A lot of things you guys have tried for the very first time. Tell us a little bit about what's happening at Scopely HQ and your state of the game for September 2020. Community manager, Panic everybody <laughs> hi guys i am panic uh so the state of, uh, the what i'd like to say firstly is um want to thank everyone for their patience over the past couple of weeks i know it hasn't been easy we've had some issues and some snags so the team have already been has have already like they fixed a lot of the issues um and um we know for the new arcs, the new discovery arcs coming, we have a few very cool surprises installed for you. Obviously, we've seen the uh, changes that are going to be made to the discovery itself, but soon, um, I, I really, I really like the sentiment the players gave. Obviously, the positive sentiment the players gave when we gave them the uh, um, 
the discovery updates ahead of time, and it's something that we will be continuing to do um, soon. We promise it's going to be it's going to come sooner rather than later. We'll give give you more updates on what we're going to be doing as a team. Again, the updates that we want to be bringing across is stuff that we're thinking as a team to do, and stuff that we that is in essentially the pipeline to some extent, whether it's from ideation phase or it's in production, right? But we want to give players an understanding of um, where our heads at and where we think the game is going to be going, and then. There's another article that I want to come out who's going to be tackling a lot of the issues within the game itself. So we want to give you guys a heads up on all the issues. Well, a bucket of the issues. Okay, we're not going to go to one by one. As you said, as you've seen for the past few months, um, we've been giving you also a really deep dive on the bugs and the fixes that we've been doing and we did do them in the past. And the team really, uh, um, really come up with some with a lot of good stuff to help me present it to you guys. Um, but I want to do more. So. We're going to do like a, another state of the game, depending on the bugs and the issues. Um, also, something I said, DJ, but I won't do, but I am going to do it. We also hired a new community manager for Star Trek. Um, really excited. This uh, this guy has a ton of experience. He's super talented and super passionate about the game. Um, I'm always I'm giving. I'm going to be bringing him on in a few weeks. I'm giving him some time to you know uh, catch the ropes and see what's going on before I throw him to uh, to you poops. So, uh, <laughs> so bear with so, me. And uh, <laughs> now, when you say you've brought on and and you know really th- this this panic kind of exemplifies exemplifies Scopely's inability to hype things properly in most cases. You you told me to promote it. Then you said we're not going to do it, and then you come out and you just drop it in the middle of a, of a paragraph, and I don't even have a chance to like play some cool sound effect or something like that. This is kind of exactly what we're talking about, like you know, you, using opportunities to really release something and make something super exciting. So I'm just going to make fun of you for that very quickly. But, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm like I'm all, all I'm all for organic uh, hype rather than setting stuff up. Okay, so that's why I wanted to to pull you. Of course, the way that you have done multiple times on me, I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> all right, so so let's talk about this. You you brought on a new community manager. Uh, what what mm-hmm. does this mean for your role with the community now? Like, are you still going to be? Are are you the general population community manager, or is this role being transferred to somebody else? I mean, what where where does Panic go from here? Are we still going to have Panic on the state of the game, or are we going to get you know Billy from accounting? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Me and Billy are both going to be running the show. We're not going to be. It's not. I'm not leaving or anything. I'm not going anywhere. Um, it's just basically means that I can do more. St- stuff for you guys so more content more videos and um, more updates on what's happening and focus on a lot uh, a lot more stuff that i can do basically more initiatives for okay. all the upcoming content so we That's got a new community manager coming is his name billy because i'm kind of I'm, no that would be <laughs> awesome if it was. unfortunately can, can we rename him He's, uh, uh, he's coming. He's called his uh, his name is I think it's going to be called Aries. Um, obviously, I can't give actual names. For yeah, of reasons. course, Philip. We don't want um, you to do that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you've done it. Cheers, you've cheers, done it. Cheers. You've done it on this cool. show. It's not me. I didn't do that. Yeah, you you've totally done that. Uh, so so no. Uh, so we've got uh, we're just going to call him Billy from now or Aries. All right, we got Aries coming in uh, as a community manager. And so if you're sticking around, what is his role? Uh, going to be uh, facing the community we're basically so imagine just like as what i'm doing just times two so basically more communication with players more uh we're gonna be we're gonna be on the on discord way more often we're gonna be on social way more often um and 
we're just going to be more available to the players. Uh, and the idea is so that the, the reason we want to bring the reason we have two community managers instead of one is that right now, then we have each other's strengths and weaknesses. We can then identify initiatives, and then we can identify which uh, what what content that we can create and which field we want to do. Because there's a lot of fields that community manager does touch, like there's even some of it can be PR, some of it can be, can be marketing, content, communications, social. We can start doing maybe looking at events, uh, start looking at cool um, initiatives with prizes and stuff like that to do. So there's a lot of things that we can do. Obviously, I didn't have the time being one person, but being two obviously frees up a lot of my time. Now, this is a Gen Pop community manager, and I know some people are asking right now in the chat. This is uh, in addition to and aside from uh, Deoji Jigala and Sierra Uniform, which are going to continue to handle the VIP side. Is that correct? Correct. Okay, so so now a total of four community managers, uh, which, at the, listen, at the end of the day, that can only be a good thing for us, okay? Gen Pop is what uh, you refer to as general population scaling. Gen Pop is actually a term for prisoners in jail. Uh, and that's that is what I am referring to us as is Gen Pop. Yes, that term is used for prisons. Uh, yeah. So yeah, if you don't like me, then change me. Yeah, that's all you have, guys. So it's it's a it. perfect analogy, right? That is us. We are the Gen Pop. All right, so uh, so let's uh, let's move on. We do have a, a bunch of questions that we sent you ahead of time because we wanted you to have some uh, some opportunity to be able to get with the developers uh, and see if you were able to get some questions answered. We know that, uh, you know, and, and, and a lot of the community will give you a little bit of grief panic. I usually kind of come to your aid when I say, I know that I'm going to ask, uh, ask some questions that you may not be able to answer, but uh, we hope that uh, the developers were kind enough to get you some stuff uh, regarding the list that we sent over. So uh, let me start with this one because this has been a burning question. Uh, by the majority of community, not just our listeners here. But uh, what can you tell us about the upcoming uh, Galaxy research, the upcoming Discovery research? We know because of a hint provided on this show that it is not going to cost uncommon. We revealed that earlier this week, by the way, with permission. Uh, <laughs> just because Panic probably doesn't. Panic, do you listen to the show unless you're on I it? Think it no, I don't listen. All yeah, this I, mean, sometimes. I listen to I listen to Smittens of Smittens parts of the show. Yeah, uh, but like, no, I don't. I'm, I'm not promising that it won't have. Uh, it won't uh, consume G3. I, don't, I think it. Some of it does, but I think the amounts are very small. The well, right. so so not to negate my hint, uh, and and you're saying that there is going to be multiple nodes. But what we specifically revealed with Scopely's permission earlier this week was that the exact research that is a, that is extending the warp range that this one oh, particular sorry. yes yeah, yes okay. that this one particular warp range research was not going to consume G3 materials. Uh, and uh, to further add on to that, what can you tell us about what it is going to cost? Is there, um, I mean, V. Ready asked last week, is it just asinine amounts of dilithium? What what are we looking at as far as a cost scale? And I know that's a generic question, but we want this research to be available to free to play. We want everyone to be able to have access to it. And obviously, there needs to be some gates. Obviously, a twenty five can't be jumping to warp one twenty space. Tell us a little bit more. Yeah in depth about the mechanic what the research is going to cost and how players will be able to use it uh, so basically it's just going to have the um, it's just, there's going to be no new currencies 
that are um, going to be within this research. It's going to be the general, like all the other researchers that's going to have. Some might have um, some some hard resources, some might not have hard resources, some might have currency. Crystals, I don't know the exact amounts, but don't expect any new currencies and expect whatever currencies are in the game. All right. Uh, and a currency that is in the game right now is Spore Drive Components. That is a difficult uh, currency to obtain right now. But being that it's not labeled as a new currency for the purposes of this research, will this research be using Spore Drive Components? Probably. I'm not, I can't, uh, I can't say yes or no because there's multiple ones. No, no, but I can't because the thing is that things change and I haven't seen the, up the upcoming changes in what they have. All right, send that All up. <laughs> send that one up. No sport drive components for research. They're hard enough for the ship. Uh, as a matter of fact, Panic, uh, coming up a little bit later in our time, I've actually prepared a game. We're going to give away some sport drive components today to two lucky players, but they're going to have to earn them because we are going to challenge your game knowledge, Panic. Uh, as a matter of fact, here a couple of months ago, uh, this actually was really funny. We clipped it, okay? Because on the show here a couple of months ago, you were very famously quoted as saying that G3 Crystal is not considered a material. So, uh, do you remember that? <laughs> do, you, do you remember that? <laughs> I think you do. Um, so, we, we're, we're going to play a little bit of a game coming up a little bit later with, no, uh, please, with, I, with your I, game I knowledge. <laughs> game knowledge. Yes, it's going to be spectacular. Okay, just want to. I just want to put it out there. Like my the, the way that I play this game is that I look up. I look up uh, how to guys. I just follow them and I, it, and I blindly just play the game because <laughs> all I do is PvP. Like even when I'm playing other games, let's say like even like World of Warcraft. That's all I do. <laughs> so. Give me as much as you want, but I'll all be shit. All right, all right, all right. We'll we'll take we'll take, we'll take it easy on you. We'll take it easy on you, okay? But uh, going through that, uh, let's let's talk uh, about this. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that's that's really funny. Uh, yeah, it's panic. We're gonna we're gonna grill you, buddy. Gameplay expertise is on the line. All right. Um, so let's. Uh, yeah, it'll be like it'll be like Star Trek Fleet Command trivia, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, a lot of players. Yeah. Edit mark there, Snake Eyes. See, Panic cannot come on the show and not drop bombs. All right. Uh, next question. A lot of players feel. I the poop on. <laughs> Just use the use the poop emoji right there. Hey, uh, a lot of players feel that the path of progression on the discovery right now feels a little bit slow. All right, the refinery is paying out slow. Yeah. The uh, Discovery recruit tokens are paying out slow, at least slower than maybe what we had anticipated. Is this going to scale as the arcs go on, and what is the plan to upgrade Discovery outside of the arcs? Like, is the Discovery recruit token and the Discovery refinery token, are these permanent currencies in the game for the refinery, and how can players progress their Discovery outside the arc? All right. So, okay. Firstly, like um, uh, the the summoning that we're adding to discovery. I think this is a mechanic that is that's really good when it comes to strategic options. You know, you have the potential to uh, zoom in uh, to instantly warp within with your discovery. Get your mining ship out. Get your warships out. Um, get your battleships back into battle. So, except for the events per se, I think this is going to be a nice, a really cool to have uh, strategical option. Even like fighting armadas and whatnot. Um, then again, we are definitely discussing ways um, how to um, have discovery out after the arcs are done now whether they're going to be a daily or the <laughs> one of the developers put whether it be a saturday, a saturday night disco a disco party 
<laughs> but uh, no, no, no. But like again, what the team has also told me come back is that rest assured that Discovery is here to stay. We're gonna be a hundred percent putting this into um, uh, more to have because again, I think the mechanic itself that is so unique right now to the game that we're gonna get, the team is gonna find a way to utilize it. Okay, so so the currency itself, what you're saying is the currency itself is is likely to stick around, but you guys are going to find a way to continue to yeah. to award. There's nothing set yet. there's nothing said yet. Like I don't know whether it be a the uh, Sunday the, the Sunday the Sunday swarmer the Monday Ferengi or it's going to be something different. It's going to be like I don't know how it's going to play out. Um, the team haven't, haven't decided that yet. We still have some time for discovery, um, but. Yeah, no, I guarantee that it's not gonna end. Like, there's, there, it's gonna be used some way. So don't, don't just like use discovery now throughout the arc and then just think that we're just gonna throw it away again. You know, the mechanic itself, like I said, it's it is a unique mechanic, and I think there are unique ways. And there's a lot of cool stuff that is coming up, guys, in the next two, two to three months. And I promise you this: like, we're gonna give you guys a heads up uh, at some point, and you'll see what's coming soon. Soon, but I promise you, like a lot of these, a lot of these new events and mechanics that are coming soon are also going to. Um, uh, they're going to. You're going to. They're going to really come together with um, the discoveries mechanics. Well. Give, give me, if you can, give me a hint. Uh, we've got. I mean, and and you, you listen. At the end of the day, Scopely tried something this. Uh, I guess maybe a week ago or ten days ago now with. <clears throat> with a, a, a hint or a teaser that you guys haven't done since Armadas. All right, you guys actually came out and said, "Here's what's coming," and it's and it's and it's coming soon. Like you actually came out and told the player base something that was coming. Uh, this is something that Snake Eyes and I and No One Shell and gosh, even even Rev Deuce has been pushing for is the ability to use hype. Okay, so uh, yeah. you guys did that. Uh, would it be would it be too early for me to say? Can you give us a hint about what may be coming? Like you say, in this couple of months, uh, the cool new mechanics that are coming in. Can you give us a hint about what that may be? I can't give you a hint yet. I'm sorry. All I can say, it's going to be completely different than what we had. It's not going to be your usual events that we've had today. Like the me- we're, we're actually introducing a new mechanic, completely new mechanic into the game. So now, whether it's going to be um, something players are going to be using all the time or not, that's up to the players because it's going to be very definitive on the players itself and how they're going to be using this kind of mechanic. It's a, it's a team-based mechanic, but um, and that's all I can say. Okay. But at the same time, but at the same time, it's a, some, it's a mechanic that we will be giving you guys heads up on about. So don't fret. We will tell you. We promise. Okay. All right. Very good. Yeah, I'll take that. Uh, let, me, let me ask you a point blank question. Uh, uh, because we, we jokingly, as a community, we jokingly mm-hmm. uh, with full of – actually, it's not even jokingly. We're very dead serious, but we say it with love. Uh, <laughs> we say it with love. Uh, please, for the love of God – no discovery armadas. Can you tell us whether or not armadas are going to be designed for the discovery as a part of this upcoming arc? Hundred percent coming in, coming in tomorrow. No, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't heard anything about that. <laughs> um, so what? What are you saying? No armadas or? I haven't heard anything about Amaras now, whether they come now, later, or whatever, but I haven't heard anything, so that's all I have. Okay. I can't, I'm not, I'm not promising complete no, but I'm not promising 
that um, yes, because I haven't heard anything, and that's the honest promise. I'm not hiding something. Okay, uh, then let me let me circle back to a question that I know that we sent you, and and hopefully the developers were able to give you some insight. And um, also, but one second, DJ, yeah. um, just to cut it back, I know the sentiment, but I want to hear from you guys as well. I want to hear from the community. Why no discovery armados? Again, I know it. Just I just want to hear it again. Hey, you guys! Hey, throw it up in the chat. Throw it up in the chat. And 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 Blokeman, give me something more than armadas are garbage. Give me a reason why we may oh, be burnt exactly. out. Yeah, exactly. Give me exactly. a reason and why. Let's like and again. Let's let's collect this. Let's co- I want to collect all this information as much as I can and send it back to the team, right? Because, I, like, I, I I know I sound like a broken clock, and you, people might call me biased or something, but the team really listens to what you guys I, are I, saying. I know for a fact There's, that they do, and I say to the community many, all the time. And there, and there are many ways, yeah. And you know that DJs are like we've talked about it too. Like they do listen, they do really care. Obviously, sure some do. things which are hard to implement because it's harder than you guys think obviously the smarter people in the room obviously will know more than i do but i promise you we do listen so like again this is on to me again this is another reason why we bring a new community manager so we can get this feedback feedback to the team better and more consistently okay because they need it and they want it and they read it all the time and they, they vigorously read it so whatever i can get back that'll be great and that's why i'm asking this question because i know yeah, so let me let me give player, you why but i just I, I, yeah yeah Sorry. let me let me give you a few answers because they they do not have the ability to speak in this room right now let me let me read some of these to you uh callus says uh that they're boring it's the same mechanic with different lipstick for each of these different arcs um jb says timers Although timers have okay. been improved in the last one or two, but you know, hey, traditional armadas, my God, still sitting fifteen minutes, especially now. You know, maybe as soon as uh, whenever discovery summons come, it's not even an issue anymore. So timers are a big thing. Captain Mark says there's just too many things that require armadas for progression. Uh, for example, they're feeling like the Stella progression is a bit slow. And again, I mean, we've we've described this in the past too, folks. That that Scopely's idea of progression and our idea. Of progression are, are obviously two different things but they, it's not designed to do overnight but again just like discovery we're kind of wanting maybe just just a, a little bit of an uptick in that type of progression uh blokeman says six players max that's not really an armada but i mean so maybe looking at expanded numbers of players yeah, that's, okay. that's uh that's something that we're definitely looking at yeah yeah for sure um the uh repetitive and new currency uh converters out of armadas uh, Noslo says uh, on more systems specifically for armadas uh, are, are confusing. Um, let's see. Uh, Amazing Spider is also talking about timers, just uh, time wasted waiting on armadas. Um, Blokeman says... Kind of like what to Mr. Sorry, what to Mr. Fusing is saying as well, like more credit payout. Like I want, I actually want to not argue that, but I want to like actually put onto that something. What I would love to see personally from Armadas is something that uh, um, I've seen in other games. It's we have like the Armadas are like, let's say we have one Armada uh, every 12 hours, right? And we, it's like an hour before there's a, um, there's, there's some sort of announcement that's, that says it's going to be spawning in this uh, system at this time. But the payout of this Armada is freaking huge. Right, we're talking we, about a lot of stuff. Are you so hinting we, at a we're burst? Assuming it's like an all-out war kind of thing. Are you hinting at a burst-type event? Because that, that's actually something. <laughs> no, 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 no. But <laughs> you use the burst. But you use the burst-type mechanics for armadas. But it's um, it's for it's for one armada per twelve hours, and that's it. And it just, it, or maybe even one armada per per day. Right. There's one one happening per day in one specific system that will be announced an hour before, and then it it'll only be available for a certain period of time. And then whichever alliance or group can get it first, 
is the one that will be gaining a lot of But it uh, would crisis. be free, right? It would be free for everyone to participate. Oh no, for sure, for sure, exactly. Mm. Yeah, let me let, let me let me kind of fast forward in our questions then. Uh, part of the major feedback that we had sent back and I know that you and I have discussed briefly was a new uh, schedule. I'm not even going to call it a mechanic, even though it kind of is, but the new schedule that was introduced with this arc. Now, let me give you the pros first. First, you gave us a calendar, and even though the very first week got kind of jacked, okay, even the news center, the graphic was updated, uh, we have a calendar. We know when things are coming. We can prep, and I think that that part of it is very, very good. Um, however, the, the downside or the con to that is that players felt – that this was no longer a game of leisure. They felt that this, uh, that the game wanted to dictate the times in which they were required to be online and felt that that actually took away a little bit from their enjoyment because they, you know, would log in, uh, you know, when they were sitting on the toilet or when they had a chance to eat half a sandwich at lunch or between phone calls, uh, you know, at their job or while they're waiting to be sat at the restaurant. Right. So the, the game of leisure, at least for this arc, seemingly was somewhat eliminated by Scopely. Scopely said, hey, this is the time that we want you in the game. This is We're changing. The- OK, so explain that a little bit. I can't give you any more details. I'm just saying they were changing. So the feedback has been heard and, and a required yep. schedule, uh, you know, a yep. one hour per day. We want you in the game is off the yep. table. We're making we're making the we're we're changing. We've heard the feedback, and what we're going to be doing is like uh, creating events that are custom uh, that um, that can be approached by all types of players. Okay. okay. All right. We'll see how that manifests because that was one of the biggest pieces of feedback was just, hey, we want to play on our schedule, not necessarily on yep. yours. It wasn't even about yeah. the events being too difficult because I think most people said the events were fine. It was just literally when I happened to log in, I literally only had a 25% chance of possibility of being able to participate. Uh, and and that was, I think, one of the one of the biggest things that people said was just, hey, we yeah, want to yeah. be able to play. Yeah. I mean, it is a I mobile game. At the, at the end of the day, this is a game we play on our cell phones when we have downtime. We don't need it to be on a calendar uh that being said the events that were burst style let's talk about strength and numbers okay strength and numbers yeah. was uh an i'm gonna say it was interesting because i like the mechanic i especially like yeah. i especially yeah. like the double system bonus okay the mystery double point system loved that okay i truly did i loved that however Here's where, here's where it got ruined for me. Here's where me, Ultimate DJs, normally panic. One of your biggest cheerleaders, the community will tell you, I'm usually Mr. Happy-Go-Lucky, Mr. Positivity in here. Even I wanted to smash my phone with a cinder block because of the lag. Panic. No, that's it. So, and yeah, no, I completely agree. And the team also saw that we had some tech issues in the beginning, which weren't uh, oh, some tech issues because it's a new mechanic. Uh, we thought we had fixed them. We had tested them out. Everything was going fine. But then obviously things happen a lot. We all know that. And, it wasn't yeah. just, I mean, it, it, it was at the beginning, but I mean, just what did we, we had one last night, last night uh, for the American servers, APAC uh, actually had theirs this morning, I think. I mean, Listen, if you're telling me that you think that you guys solved the lag issue, it, you I'm didn't. Not we're so, I'm not saying we've solved it. I didn't say that. What? what I'm let me, saying that we had, we've had some tech issues. We've been having some tech issues. Okay. Well, I'm trying to think of how I can ask this question. What, why are we, are we having this two years into the game? 
you guys are, are a very successful company. Business worldwide, you guys are getting ready to go through your next round of fundraising. Your company is valued at something like $2 billion or something ridiculous. You guys are doing well. What is the technological limitation that we're experiencing when 100 players can't go into a system and target hostels? The same reason why a uh, $100 trillion company also fails for their customers. You know, things happen with these things. I can't tell you why is it happening. It's like you can't give me a blanket statement of like, you have so much money, fix everything. Come on. I'm um, not. I'm not saying. Talking, like for me, like again, I don't know. Like an, an engineer will know. Like yeah. the development team will know. I don't know how these things happen, but uh, things I mean, happen. The, the okay. weird thing is, it's not. It's not. In, I mean, again, I'm not. I'm not an engineer. Okay, I'm not a developer. I'm not a designer. I don't know anything. I don't know squat about it. What I do know is, as a player, I can go into system A, which is your double point system, and I can't hit anything. Nothing. Okay, but I can go into the very next system and the game functions as normal. No lag, no problems. Why is yeah, that yeah. system so bad? And, and how can Scopely mitigate the problems when you want? Listen, if it's a double point system that lasts for an hour, you know the majority of your participating players are going to try to get into that system. So why is the system not prepared to handle that? I, I'm not an engineer. <laughs> Ask an engineer and developer, and they'll tell you I don't Our know. Panic. That, that was like on the why, list. So, why that. technologically <laughs> that is that is happening? I assume there's some delay in what is not. But come on, that was on <laughs> the sorry. list, man. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. All right, I'm not, that's I'm, that's that's okay. Uh, we'll we'll try to get an answer for that next time. That was on my list, man. All right, because yeah, the lag the lag issue that that I believe is the biggest source of frustration right now. Uh, for me as a player, and I know for a lot of other players, it's just yeah, we, we, we want to play the event. We got into the system and, and literally can't play the event. I mean, we couldn't. I Literally, I had to leave the system to be able to play the event uh, regarding lag. Okay, so uh, lag is, is a super huge thing, and, and whatever, I mean, if, we, if, if, if it can just be taken back, whatever it is that you guys are doing to mitigate it, because that was, that was a super, super tough one, uh, lag was really, really bad, especially in the strength uh, with the double bonus systems. Because you could go to a different system and it was okay. All right. Uh, Kukar saying people in my alliance didn't even want to participate because of lag. And it's not limited to this event. Panic, like when we have a data mining event, Yarda is something is very, very similar. You know, when you when you put all the data miners into Yarda, it's a very similar thing. That style of lag, when a bunch of players come into a system, that's the problem. And and I guess that's what we're asking is how why is the game not capable of letting 100 or 150 players play in the same system? Because it seems to me yeah. like a low number. But, I mean, I don't know what the technological parts of it are. It just seems like, you know, you put 100 players together and they can't play. Okay. We'll, we'll move on. <laughs> okay. All right. I feel the frustration in your voice, yeah, and I'm, I'm sorry a- that I'm just. I'm also frustrated because I can't give you a more definitive answer and an answer that will at least not appease you, but at least give you an understanding of why this is happening, right? Because I can't. I didn't. I don't know the ins and out and the intricacies of this. And I'm sorry. I'm actually look. Look, I'm actually gonna look into it more. I didn't get a reply. Okay. I can't right. see, by the way, in the question that you said, but I will. I promise you, I will try and see if I can follow up. I promise you that I'll ask. I appreciate that. Okay. Uh, One other real quick side note. This actually was not on my list, but I'm sure that you've heard whispers around the office. Uh, Just very quickly, uh, we haven't seen another server merge being discussed. Uh, We do still have some low population servers out there that are still 
kind of wanting, still kind of keeping their fingers crossed that they're going to get a little bit of attention. Uh, we know that you guys yep. have been developing a lot of content. There's some cool things coming. Discovery Summon sounds great. Um, what are the chances that uh, that we see another look? Like how? Let, let me rephrase. How has the server merge process gone for you thus far? And when are your next set of rounds uh, scheduled? Or are you looking at that? I don't have any dates. Uh, all I know is the team uh, after the server merge, they've been super smooth. We've had, we haven't seen any issues. We've been monitoring a lot of the servers, obviously, to see based on economy and population mm-hmm. and player feedback, etc. But um, obviously, server merges are still there. Obviously, if we need to do more server merges, we will. And we're constantly seeing um, the population of these servers. Uh, I don't have a timeline. If I did, I'm, I can't. I wouldn't be able to say. Yeah, sure, of course. These things change, obviously. So I don't. I don't have a definitive title, but just, but just like we're not done, and I don't think server merges are never going to be done, right? It's always going to be there, and the fact that we've actually been successful, this means that we can easily, uh, we can do them more easily in the future if the need is there. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean, I think that there's probably a couple of servers out there where you know the need is is definitely still there. Let's take a look at at our friends. Your very first one, server 192. They were 191 and 192 merged together, but still to this day, 130 actives. Like, I mean, they they were your lowest population servers when you when you did them. So they're still with you know 100 and some players and are still looking for an opportunity to be merged with something a little bit bigger because they've already had a merge. Are they still candidates as a low population server? Are they still candidates moving forward? Uh, yes, there are. There is one hundred percent. There's candidates uh, now. When they're moving forward, if they're going to be moving forward, no, sorry, when they're moving forward, I don't know. Um, but one hundred percent, like we've already identified a bunch of servers. We understand the different kind of populations inside and the, and the, the um, how many players are online, etc. So again, the team it has its own kind of algorithm and statistics to see these things. Uh, obviously, because it's a there's a lot of things, a lot of things going into it. Again, okay, I am just a CM. I don't know the intricacies of these things. But, uh, yeah, no problem. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's take a look at uh, at this. Here, uh, uh, we had uh, talked to you a little bit about this uh, a day or two ago. Uh, Harrison was returned into the game in what some people are referring to as a historical auction panic. I mean, just I mean, people people went bonkers for this officer. He got uh, the memes of the Harrison. Oh my gosh! I mean, this Harrison uh, this Harrison auction was crazy. Maybe I don't know, yeah, and I'm not going right. to ask you monetarily, but maybe even potentially bigger than five of ten are we going to see other officers from back in the day brought back in this type of fashion like Tal or Curon uh like are, are they going to be brought back in auction form or are they going to be coming back into the game uh and then moving forward are we going to see these officers because obviously Harrison's a big one right Harrison's a big one and like I even said I, I had I don't I don't blame you guys for throwing him up in auction. He's been a very sought-after officer. But will he for sure be available eventually to your free-to-play guys? Oh, I don't know that. I'm sorry. I don't know the exact um, uh, path of what we're going to do for Harrison. All I know is for the other officers, um, we have a, we have a lot of initiatives that we're gonna we want to we want to bring them back. Right. Um, but for Harrison, I don't, well, just for Harrison, I just know that all the officers, yes, we're going to definitely be bringing them back. I don't know for Harrison if there's going to be a free to play path. I assume there will be. Um, I don't know when it's going to come, how it's going to come. Okay. Uh, but I know that in the next six months or so, we're going to be slowly bringing back all those officers that um, we introduced but never put them into the game for uh, technical reasons. Like Jayla? <laughs> Jayla? Who's Jayla? 
Who's Tal? Like Jayla? <laughs> I mean, hey, let me let me ask you: Is uh, is Jayla a lost cause, or will she? And and listen, I don't. At this point, I don't even care if it's like a year long. I don't. I don't care if it's a year away. Just, just yes or no. All right, because we've waited over a year and a half just to get an answer to this question. Is original purple, non-borgified, non-five of ten, actual Jayla with the question mark ability, is she going to make her way into the game eventually, yes or no? Nah. I said that in Greek, by the way, so you have to... Uh, Yo, what the heck? That was nah. <laughs> was that a... Was that... That was a yes. Holy cow! That, really? That's a Yes. That's a yes. Yeah, at some point, at some point, we want to reintroduce her back. Obviously, again, there's a lot of work that is. Again, we, there's the team is doing so much work on officers because we know, um, we understand the issues surrounding the officers. Obviously, the the um, there was a lot of work that was needed. Like they had to actually take about the code and and stuff like that. So, but yeah, the idea is that we want to reintroduce um, the officers. All right. Uh, let me let me ask you this. Uh, with reintroduction of officers, is also going to come some new officers. Now, uh, we know about the IP expansion. We know that you have acquired the library, and we started with Discovery. I've got two questions related to the library. First of all, why did we release duplicates of the same character with this, with this go? I mean, because it feels to me like there were plenty of character opportunities to use. So why did we get two Sarus and two Burnhams? Um, can I ask um, can I ask the team exactly what the thinking process behind that is and why yeah. because I know like we're we're, we're going to be introducing more officers now obviously and they're different officers to what we, we're not going to be introducing the same ones but um, I don't know why these choices are made I would yeah Okay. I'm actually like stuck in my head right now. Did you did you just <laughs> copy and paste the questions over to the dev team? Like, did you did you read them? All right, I'm kidding. I'm teasing you. Uh, let, let's uh, let's go with this one. Um, <laughs> let's, <laughs> what? Let's try something. Hey, you know what? I've got an easy one for you. Let's try something easy. Panic. Can you tell us when we're going to get the next ISS Jellyfish Pursuit event? Soon. Very, very soon. Oh, my good, dear God, Panic. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> panic. It is like, look, like think of it like this. Like the ISS Jellyfish event, oh it's, uh, it, is a, it is mostly like a monthly event. I know. Sometimes we did it twice in a month, so I, that then we skipped a month because of that, but it's a monthly event. It was meant, it was meant to be an easy question because the Jellyfish event launched about two hours ago. Um but, oh, but you said the pursuit one, not the. Yeah, no, it's on. This one is. A- yep, yep, yep. It's live. Okay, so let's try. <laughs> let's try. Let's try oh, another one. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes, and that's what I'm saying. It's going to be a monthly event. Bonus Same. refinery. When when do we get that? That was also slated to be monthly, but we are approaching seven weeks. No. Is that is so, this not monthly? Or tell us a little bit about the bonus schedule. So the bonus refinery is was never meant to be like the ISIS jellyfish, right? It was never meant to be a monthly event. It was more a mechanic that we used back in the day because at some point we felt that the economy became very um, uh, stagnant, right? We have obviously we have done a lot of work in the past uh, uh, in the past months to increase the economy through the events, through the payouts, through through the refinery as well. So 
we're using the refinery more as a mechanic when we feel that that um, we haven't uh, that we we maybe failed a bit with the uh, with the payouts or what we wanted players to receive when it comes to resources, right? Uh, to G three and all the all of the resources. But for now, I'm just say all I can say is that it's not something that it's sl- was is is slated as um, monthly or bi monthly as as an as a scheduled event. So th- it's it's used as kind of an ad hoc you're going to throw it in when when you you look at events and and maybe look at metrics as far as participation and completion and things like that Hmm. you know sometimes like we during events when we understand that we've we've we have we we didn't do the maths right and it's either too hard or you know even the the free-to-play path is really is too difficult and you know we reduce the milestones so it's something on that path. Like if even if we reduce the muscles, but we still feel that you know we can't technologically. I don't know. I'm just saying stuff right now, but we can't technically you know add more resources to the payouts and whatnot. We'll leave the payouts as they are, and then we'll just we'll give a bonus refinery to balance that out. Okay. That's the idea, but only refinery. Right. All right. Uh, let's let's jam through a couple more questions. We've got about 15 minutes left with you, and I want to get through uh, a bunch of these. Um, obviously, all the attention right now is on Discovery. Totally cool with that. The hype is great. Uh, summons sounds awesome. I'm really excited about that and the warp range. Um, your announcement said the next couple of updates. Uh, you also said at the beginning of this episode, you said upcoming Discovery arcs with an S, plural. Uh, when are we, I mean, are, are we going to see uh, Discovery summons like in this next arc? And how long are we going to be focused on Discovery? Is this going to be another traditional 90-day arc, like a three-arc thing? Uh, the, it's going to, I probably okay uh the follow-up to that question is what is the next ip that you guys are looking to introduce into the game Ooh. i mean is it are we looking at next gen are we looking at deep space nine what what's the next property you guys would be looking at introducing an older series an older series an older series to Discovery. <laughs> older than Discovery is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is going so well. This is going so, so well. <laughs> All right. Um, no, you're that was fine. too easy, though. You're fine. All right. Yeah. Uh, let us uh, let me ask you this. All right. Uh, and this is just a sticky note. Where are we on sorting officers by their statistics attack defense and health we've been talking about crew loadouts presets sorting uh we we've actually it seems like we've been talking about this for close to a year where are we on this project yeah yeah. um so crew loadouts i don't have the update on this obviously it's it's there that we have a team that is working on these things also you know the one that they said like um sorting officers by by health by strength etc uh by sorry by attack, by health, like defense, and the other attributes is something that um, uh, the team, it, it, we understand that as a pain point. Obviously, there's only a few ways that you can sort officers right now. It would be nice to sort them in with more uh, detail. Mm-hmm. Crew loadouts, I think, is one of probably the most important one, I think, in, as a priority, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but um, there is no timeline again at the moment again but i promise that i just want to say one thing is that that the team that we are committed to to bring these out to you guys um we don't know i don't i can't give you details on when but yes it's something that it is it is there okay uh all right trying to jam through some questions let's talk about leaderboards for a second panic uh and i know that you and i had uh, briefly mentioned this i sent this over my list it seems like for every style of event 
the leaderboard brackets are different. I, I'm curious about why that is. Like, <clears throat> would it not be uh, easier, even from a coding development standpoint, like from a from an uh, an implementation standpoint, if if all the leaderboards were were set like one universal set of brackets that way everybody knows where they are in a given competition i mean it's like this event has this bracket and this event has a different bracket and this event has a different bracket can we get to the point of like a standardized set of brackets for leaderboards that would that would allow players to kind of know where they stand um well the way that I see it, the way the team has mentioned to me as well, that leaderboards are they change uh, pre each event, so it's not the same as an auction and a hustle hunt event. So essentially, the answer is no; they can't remain the same because it really it really depends on what the event is, right? But there there are some That's events where like an ops thirty is in the same leaderboard as an ops fifty. You know, I mean, and I mean, I'm just kind of wondering if 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 brackets could be a little bit tighter and a little bit more universal so that so that players know where they stand as far as the competition goes you know i mean th- that's okay. ju- that's well, just that's fair point. yeah something that's been that's been raised up uh maybe yep. we can send that back um yeah no no but like the team is um like they're they looking for some especially pv events to tighten those brackets up so yes yeah, it right. is a good it is a fair point we we know we understand this I'm just saying generally yeah yeah. All right. This uh, yes. this can be expanded. All right. This can be expanded into a conversation that that I don't like to have. To be perfectly frank with you, panic. I don't like asking this question. Um, but it, you know, we we know it's we know it's on the minds of the community a lot of times, and and uh, some players feel that it's fair and unfair, and higher level players, you know, understand that that. There's not as many higher-level players, guys, but PvP banding seems to have taken up a new life of its own here over the last week or two. Kind of started with Gauntlet, to be honest with you. PvP banding became kind of a loud thing starting with week four of the Gauntlet, when that when that Gauntlet tournament, uh, tournament finally launched. Yeah, PvP yeah. banding really got loud, all right? There's still a ton of players talking about that, and I get it, but with more and more players breaking into dark space the g4 realm uh, because i know that that a part of the reason was you needed to have players that could participate with the higher level ops players but now that more players are growing and progressing in the game is it possible to tighten those bands a little bit to give the younger players an opportunity to grow without the threat of a tribune breaking their base at ops um, 35 okay look p banding is something that the team is always looking at Right in general. Now, if it's something that it's going to come out now in the near future, I don't know. I haven't heard anything. Is it something that the team is always looking at? Because there's a lot of statistics that they're looking at, as you said. You know, how many players um, are there at certain levels? You know, so there is actually free, there is actually um, PvP involved for those players as well. They're not just roaming around doing nothing. But again, I think one of the things that the team is looking at is instead of uh, fixing the banding in the interim, is actually creating fun PvP events for all players. Right, for like players that want practice to go to PvP events, they can, but, but don't do <laughs> Target practice three, minor slaughter fest. Right, bring that one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm a little bit biased on the PvP issue. Okay, just a little bit because I like PvP. All right, I, I like, yeah, I, I like, I like killing things. So, um, all right, uh, we are coming up. We are coming up on the one year anniversary of G4 content is Scopely. Yeah, one year birthday next month on G4 content is Scopely celebrating by offering G5 content uh, or level 50 level 50 uh, level 50 plus content we're a year in all right and the reason that I ask what are the plans 
for the higher 40 or 50 level players as far as either future content or uh, now that the space is a, about a year old, are we going to start to scale the economy a little bit so that players in the low 40s are not looking at 8 billion steel to upgrade a resource generator, for example? And, and I know I've asked this question a zillion times, okay? Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I, asked- know, I know. I don't have any – there's no plans for 50-plus again. Um I know that uh, I don't know again maybe there are maybe I haven't been informed but I just know that I haven't been there's no plans as for 50 plus yet obviously though obviously the same way that we're doing it for level 20 to 30 30 to 40 uh, slowly we're going to be doing it from 40 to 50 obviously there's going to be it's going to be more gradual because it's the end game that's um, of the uh, uh, of the game but I, this is gradual and I can't give you a definitive answer and I wish I could but again through events through um, through um through the economy of the game and whatnot, we are trying to help players reach that point faster. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, and I'm trying to look at the list of questions here just to kind of see. I tell you what, let me do this. Uh, Panic, if I can, I'm going to give you three or four sticky notes to pass along, and then because I'm watching the clock for you, my friend, uh, we'll take our final break, and we are going to come back and play a little bit of, of a game. I've got a twist on it, Panic, so I, I got you back, my friend, okay? We're going to play a little bit of a game with Panic. It is uh, going to be um, – I'm, I'm going to troll him. He's been trolling me a little bit during this interview. <laughs> Okay, he's trolled me a little bit. So I'm going to exact my revenge coming up right after the break, and I'm going to troll him just a little bit harder back. Do it. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna test his game knowledge here in just a moment. But uh, real quick before we break, um, a couple of sticky notes that go up on the wall. Panic, Alliance Bank Marketplace, something for the Alliance internally. You've said that this is something that has been uh, being worked on. Where are they? Where are they? I'll take the sticky note. Where I'll look they? at the sticky note and I'll be like, the sticky note is there. Okay. We know about it. We want to do it, but there is no pl- there is no update. All right. Uh, sticky note on seven and thirty day chest in massive need of an overhaul. Uh, that chest has been the same yes. for eighteen months. A lot yes, of yes, other yes, things yes, have yes, scaled in the one. game. Seven and thirty day Sorry? chest have not. A lot of things have scaled in the game, like rewards and and things like that. Yes, this this we chest know, we know. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah, no, no, we don't know. When I say we know, is like I know that we have dedicated people right now looking at this. All right. Uh, we have improved the flow of independent credits. Good job. We have now improved the flow of officer badges. Also, very, very good job. Great work on those items. Next item on the list, and I bet you know where I'm going to go with this. Active nanoprobes for your Borg officers. Uh, are yeah. we? Is it likely that we see a return of Borg-styled events, or are we just going to look at uh, some type of event that could possibly incorporate these active nanoprobes? Right now, right now, it takes 110 days to promote six of ten by one tier. 110 days, maxing the refinery every single day. Is there plans, yeah. or has there been discussion for active nanoprobes? Yes. A hundred percent. We're looking into this right now. I don't have, again, um, any specific comment to say when, but uh, very soon, what I can say is that there is going to be more ways. Okay. Uh, very last, soon. Last very, one. Very, and very and I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not engaging in discussion. I'm just trying to bang them out here. Uh, last one. You yourself had even mentioned, uh, and we have talked about it on this show, that the battle pass itself – not the rewards, not the milestones, but the battle pass re- uh, events, the faction hunt, the domination, the hostile yeah, hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, these yeah. are starting to become a little bit stale. 
Now, again, the overall the overall design of the battle pass still great, but you know, mining, faction hunt, swarm, domination, wash, rinse, repeat. Um, what kind of discussion has taken place to keep the battle pass fresh? Uh, even even going so far as to potentially repeat previous arc related items, Borg probe kills, clear the coast from Stella Exchange, um, including bits of content from previous arcs. This is all coming. This is all coming. This is all coming. Yep. Yes. Yes. When? Soon. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. Transporter, transporter patterns. Can we see mm-hmm. additional officers built into the transporter patterns? Yes. As time progresses, uh, we're going to be adding more officers to that list. Very nice. Uh, only epics or maybe some rares in there too? Uh, should I, I, I assume everything, everything uh, but all I know is that, yes, we are going to be doing, we are going to be adding them for sure. More officers. More officers, okay? More list. Last two, last two, just sticky notes. Uh, please, for the love of everything holy, I will literally buy a $100 pack if you will let me disable the damn notification bar, okay? <laughs> Put that in a freaking pack. I'll buy it. No questions asked. Turn off the bar, man. Can we turn off the freaking bar? Sometimes I even just like look at I'm just like by mistake click on it all the time as well. I would literally pay a pack to turn off the damn bar. No, 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 no. Like it's in, it's uh, it's been talked internally, and uh, we know that we, we know about this issue and issue. Like we we understand that for some players they don't they don't like it, and we want to give that option. Okay, very good. That would be great, guys. Uh, in the interest of time, we're going to take a very quick break. Panic, thank you for your time. Don't go anywhere. We are going to grill you. You you have done literally your best job ever here today. Okay, uh, I don't. I want you to hold your chin high, buddy. I want you to hold your chin high and and be proud of what you did here today. We did get a little bit of information, and I'm trolling you a little bit. Okay, um, th- this and and you know what? It, it wasn't as relaxed because we're on a tight time schedule. We had we had an hour and a half of content. We had to jam it into 45 minutes. So uh, that's uh, that's just uh, kind of the 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 victim of the time clock here. But when we come back, I would like to play a little bit of game for you. Just a chance to kind of woosaw before you go and uh, and live in your world of bro-dumb tonight. Is that cool? Yeah, sure. Yeah, all right. Guys, don't go anywhere. Uh, during the break, though, we do need to move everybody back up. We can't play a game unless we're in the normal podcast room. So, moderators, get your clicky fingers ready. We're going to take a break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast with community manager Panic. We'll be back in a moment. Don't go anywhere. This program is made possible in part by a grant from CrotchGuard, the spray that protects pants, slacks, and skirts against overly friendly dogs. Introducing Debate. Debate. By Calvin Klein, the hot new fragrance that has everyone talking. Person, woman, man, camera, TV. A scent so intoxicating, it leaves the woman no choice. You have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. One whiff, and the ladies will believe every word you make up. Mm, I like that. You may cut me, man, but I'm going to wrap this chain around your head. Unfiltered. He was only a good vice president because he understood how to kiss Obama's ass. Oh, yeah. Unforgettable. With, uh, I don't know, uh, 
Debate. Debate. By Calvin Klein. Put your love life in good hands. He referred to my hands. If they're small, something else must be small. I guarantee you there's no problem. Debate. The following is a public service announcement. Each year, over 10,000 acres of land get burnt due to accidents that occur at gender reveal parties. Not to mention, all of the Saturday afternoons that go up in flames for people who'd rather be doing other things. And come to think of it, why are you releasing smoke? Last I checked, it's a new baby, not a new pope. So we urge any couple considering a gender reveal party to give the rest of us a gift and cancel. It may sound fun to you, but to the rest of us, a gender reveal party is the mother of bad ideas. This message paid for by People for a Better Saturday Afternoon, a nonprofit operating in every state except California where assuming a baby's gender is a crime. When it's time to party, we will party hard. Back into the show, everybody. Yeah, we're partying. Yeah, very good. All right. Uh, good afternoon. Welcome back. Yes, I appreciate you being here. Welcome back to the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast with community manager Panic and racing up against the clock. Uh, Panic, I I know you told me we had a hard stop at 9 o'clock. Do you have five minutes? Can you give us five more minutes so that I control you? Five minutes so that I control you uh, as equally as hard as you trolled me here today. Is that fair? (laughs) Uh, Panic doesn't sound amused panic let me ask you um yeah you, you sound like you sound maybe uh like you're ready to get out the door because uh, you got this hot date tonight right when talked about <laughs> no, i'm kidding all right uh listen here's what we're gonna do we did uh we we did get permission before the show launched that we were going to give away some spore drive components here today and here how here's how this is going to work okay panic we're going to choose two players uh one at a time we're going to we're going to do this very very quickly because panic's got to get out the door we are going to uh, <laughs> we are going to test panic on game knowledge, okay? It's a multiple-choice answer. Now, to be fair, this is a Trollmasters game. Panic has been provided all of the answers, 
Okay, Panic has all of the answers. So he is going to intentionally choose a correct answer or intentionally choose an incorrect answer in an effort to troll the community. Your decision is going to be whether or not Panic is trolling. This is a blind luck game, okay? But yeah, it's a blind luck game, all right? It's straight up blind luck. It's all about luck. You're just going to choose yes or no. Uh, one of the answers on every single question will be soon. Okay. Uh, so, so it doesn't matter. Panic. You can, you can answer however you want. All right. I kind of just want to hear what your answers would be, uh, knowing that, uh, you are going to continue to wear the troll hat very, very proudly today. Okay. Um, and see if, uh, if the community can spot you through your trolldom today. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We are going to, uh, play a game. We're going to find ourselves our first winner of up to 1000 sport drive components here today. Let's do it. All right, Vita's bot, Vita's bot. Let's see if this is going to work. All right, Vita's bot, find ourselves a winner, and let's see if we can get this thing rolling. Okay, who is it? Devil's Advocate, congratulations to you, Devil's Advocate. Devil's Advocate. Give me one. Yeah, Devil's Advocate, there you go. Yeah, what you don't you don't like my music either? Go ahead, go ahead, troll. Finish, please. Troll me even harder. I love the trolling. I I I really I really like the music. That's the whole point. It's like it's just anyway. I'm just trying to think what kind of style it is. Let's let's move on. All right. The first the first one, Devil's Advocate. Is Devil's Advocate in here? Has Devil's Advocate answered yet? Devil's Advocate, here's what you need to do. You need to private message me, okay? Open up a private message window right now. Your answer must come in PM form because panic will be either correctly or incorrectly answering the question. All you have to determine is whether or not he gets it right or wrong, whether or not he's trolling us, or whether or not he actually had the answer correct. All right, so you're going to PM me that, uh, that he's lying or not, and if you are correct, then you win 20% of your prize. The prize is 1,000 Sport Drive components. You win 200 for each correct answer. Okay? So Panic is going to troll us or not? Is he lying or not? And you guess correct or not, and you could win 200 Sport, drives, uh, sport Drive components per correct answer. <laughs> no Beer For You says it will be 100% lies. I <laughs> Listen... <laughs> Bait, listen, if, I, if I'm going to troll him a little bit, based on the answers we got out of our interview, I'm going to go with you, no beer, and say you're right. He's going to lie to us nonstop. All fibbers. Fibber face. Fibber face. All right. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Kukar. I, me too. I need a drink as well. All right. Snake Eyes. I still don't have a PM from Devil's Advocate. Devil's Advocate. Come on now. Come on. We don't have time. All right. I just messaged you. There you go. All right. Here we go. Panic. Question number one. All right, and before you answer, I'm going to give you the question, but don't answer until I get the message from Devil's Advocate, okay? Devil's Advocate, you be ready to answer very quickly. Is he going to get it right or wrong? Panic question number one. What is the most in-demand material in this game? Is it crystal or or gas? The most in-demand material (laughs) in the game. Devil's Advocate, is he going to get it right or wrong? Hold on, Panic. I will say. Hang on. Devil's Advocate. Come on, come on, come on, quick. You're so slow. (laughs) Too slow. 
All right. He says, okay, I got your answer. I'm not even going to tell you. Panic. What's the correct answer? Rialtas. No, I'm going to say crystals. <laughs> it is crystal. He got it right. And Devil's Advocate said you got it right as well. So 20%. There you go. Number two. Panic. What ship is plutonium used on? <laughs> what ship is plutonium used on? Our Devil's Advocate. Is he going to get it right or wrong? Okay. Panic. I got the answer. What ship is plutonium used on? It's kind of a trick question, by the way. But you guys oh, know really? that. Oh, really? Well, you guys uh, know that. Come on now. Okay. I'll say the Rialta. <laughs> Sorry, devil's advocate. He trolled you on that. Uh, that is not the correct answer, of course. Uh, panic. Uh, plutonium is used on any of the hijacked ships or the Botany Bay. The Botany Bay would have oh, been. Oh, really? Yes. Ah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, see, oh, I didn't remember that. Roll hat on. Okay. Question number three. Actually, this one, you know what? You may not know this one. I actually had to look this one up, too. So if you get this one wrong, it's no big deal. How many sport drive components are used to max the USS Discovery? Just to, like, the nearest uh, thousand. Oh, really? Yeah, just, it doesn't even need to be exact. Just give me a ballpark. Uh, uh, I don't know, 800K? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Devil's Advocate uh, Devil's Advocate said you would get that one wrong, and that's correct. Actually, of course, to panic, as you know, the correct answer is 48,000. 48,000 score okay. components, yes. But you knew that because you're a troll, right? Hey, I got to here, – here, here's an easy one for you. All right, guys, there's no way he's going to lie to you about this. You're going to know. You're going to know. Uh, panic, what is Cadet Scotty's officer ability? <laughs> All right, Devil's Advocate. Okay, Devil's Advocate. All right, I got your answer. Panic. What is uh, what is the answer? What is Cadet Scotty's officer ability? I can move faster. <laughs> Basically, that. <laughs> no, no, he can he can travel farther. His officer ability is to increase warp range by five. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Devil's That's Advocate. Right. Devil's anyway, Advocate. That was a joke. Oh, <laughs> give him that. Come on. Devil's Advocate got it right. He said you were going to totally get that wrong. He says that you're a big liar, liar, pants on fire. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought he was just... Okay. All right. Question number five. Uh, question number five. Which officer helps you speed mine crystal? Which officer helps you speed mine crystal? Devil's Advocate, is he going to get it right or wrong? And Mr. Liar, liar, pants on fire, you tell me. What is the answer? What officer helps you speed mine crystal? Hey. I'm going to say triple. <laughs> oh, my God. That's actually not an incorrect answer. I'm going to have to give that one to him. That's uh, that's a correct answer. <laughs> that's not the answer I was going for. But, but see, wow. King Who was the other one? The uh, other one? Barrett's the other one. Barrett's the other one. But, uh, yeah, that was actually a very trolly answer. Thank you for that, uh, Mr. Troll. Devil's Advocate, congratulations to you. I'm going to hook you up with 1,000 Spore Drive components. Congratulations. 1,000 Spore Drive components to you. <laughs> I know, right? All right, let's find let's find one more. Let's find one more player, and then we're gonna get panic off the air here. All right, we we got We gotta let him go. He's ready to drink. Spock the Avenger. Spock the Avenger. You're my next player. Spock the Avenger. PM me very quickly. PM me, sir, where you can answer right or wrong. Spock the Avenger. Send me a PM. You are up for one thousand spore drive components. You need to send your answers. I just sent you a PM. Send your answers right here in the private chat. Panic, are you ready? Question number six. Question number six. Where, at what number, is the first positive faction lock? At what reputation number is the first positive 
faction lock. All right, Spock the Avenger, please tell me right or wrong. All right, he said, okay. Yeah, I, see, I almost ruined it. Panic, Captain Troll, what is the number of faction reputation lock? Uh, I would say uh, a, a little round number of 10 million. Uh, 10 million is correct. Congratulations. All right, 200 sport drive components for you, Spock. Very good. All right, here we go. Question number six. What faction does Kurla belong to? Klingon, Romulan, or Federation? Kurla. What faction does he belong to? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Spock is giving would, me his answer. I would say, I would say Klingon. You are correct. Very good. Uh, question number three: How many? This is this is actually a tough one. I had to look this one up myself. How many independent credits does it take to promote Khan from tier four to tier five? All right, Spock. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, that would be my that uh, would be my guess too. Um. Don't be searching L cars right now. I hear you typing. No, 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 no. no I'm not typing. I was, I was saying four thousand. Oh, I wish. I wish. Uh, yeah, no, you're actually. I don't even think. You know what? I think you might not have actually even been trolling on that one. I think you actually. No, no, no. I, was, I think. Yeah, it's twenty five thousand three hundred. Spock, you got it right. Oh, twenty five thousand three hundred no. independent. Now okay. you know why we've been fussing about it. All right. Uh, question number four. What is the name? Captain Troll, what is the name of the Romulan G3 epic ship? All right, Spock. Sorry? Uh, The name of the Romulan G3 epic ship. Spock, uh, okay, got your answer. Captain Troll, what is the correct answer? What's the name of the Romulan G3 epic ship? The Legionary. <laughs> Such a I had jack- to do that. Oh. You're a jackass. Okay, you know on. that. All right. Uh, last one. <laughs> last one, Spock. Uh, and and you know what? <laughs> well, I'm just gonna read it. Uh, Panic, Captain Troll. <laughs> what is the galaxy's most popular hostile grinding crew setup? The most popular hostile grinding crew setup. Give me three officers, Spock. You give me your answer, and panic, Captain Troll. We'll see if you got this one right. The galaxy's favorite crew or hostile grinding crew setup. Okay. All right, panic. I will choose Pike. Uh-huh. Uh, Moreau. <gasps> and Nero. Oh! And Chen. And Chen. He's got it. And Chen. <laughs> see, see, panic! You were all stressed out over nothing. You were all stressed out over nothing. I, I thought you, I thought you could ask me like more intricate questions. I'm like, I don't know. No, these, these, I don't read. <laughs> no, and and I just, just I just attack people and then they start cursing. Yeah. At me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. See, I got your back. Got your back, boy. All right, congratulations to you, Spock the Avenger. Uh, by the way. I have no idea what the points were. I didn't keep track. Both my winners today are going to hook up with a thousand sport drive components. Congratulations to you guys. Because, because I didn't pay attention to any of it. All right. So, yeah, everybody's a winner. Yay, both of you. A thousand sport drive components to speed your progression on the USS Discovery. Because if Scopely won't do it for you, then Ultimate DJs will. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. Scopely, by the way, is providing the thousand sport drive components. And by the way, Panic, thank you for granting us our prize today. Two thousand sport drive components. It's no small prize. We thank you. Panic, you uh, have exceeded your time slot with us. Real quick, as we get ready to let you go, is there anything that you would like to wrap up with the community a closing remark if you will and i do want to of course thank you for taking the time to be with us here today i know that uh, sometimes 
We don't always get the information we're looking for, and sometimes we've got to take some sticky notes back, but that's why we're here. And I remind you guys, even if we don't get the answer we're looking for, the communication that we're getting is still a real and valid thing because we can get this next time, we can come back to it next time, and uh, I think that it's good that we still get Panic here in front of us, in front of the community, and to be able to talk with us. So, Panic, I want to thank you for your time. Thank you for slotting it out and being here with us. What words would you like to say to the community as you get ready to bow out tonight and uh, go issue many, many bro hugs? <laughs> um, no, I just want to say that I'm really thankful as well. I know the past couple of weeks that um, things have not been uh, not been ideal, um, but thanks for you know sticking out. Thanks for giving your feedback. I um, also want to give a big, big shout-out to both uh, moderators. Um, they've done a lot of work over the past couple of weeks helping myself um, because I was on vacation and even on vacation they were still there helping me out also want to help you content creators as well for the work that you guys do um, you do like help a lot when it comes to information for the community and also keeping the community entertained too and that is important it's part of creating this hub of uh, crazy poops that we all are in this community and obviously yeah last but not least I just want to help. I want to just want to thank all those uh, poops out there for um, uh, for you know, even in the, in the even in times when things aren't going that well, you know, obviously there is bouts of frustration and everything. But, you know, I do get a lot of the time, you know, private messages by players just saying, you know, thanks. We're like, it, we're still here. We're still with you guys. Like, we're still supporting the game. We still love what you guys are doing. So I just want to thank to those, those players and all those comments to it. Like, it really means something. You know, when you're having a very stressful day and then suddenly you get that in your face, it's like, it's really nice. So, yeah, it's nice. And it's, nice, it's just nice to have a really positive community from time to time. It is. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, we're all humans. And whether it's a PvP altercation in the game, whether it's interacting with your community manager over a technical failure in the game, let, let's remember, too, Panic uh, doesn't code Jack, okay? He doesn't, he doesn't do anything as far as implementation in the game, uh, as far as development in the game, as far as how it's presented or how it functions. So, you know, he is here. He's hired. Uh, his job is to uh, the the popular term on the official Discord right now is meat shield. <laughs> That's that is uh, that is Panic's job title. Uh, yes, Panic CM, aka Meat Shield. Uh, but <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, I do appreciate you taking the time, Panic. Uh, as always, appreciate you very much. Thank you for being here and have a wonderful evening out with your bros. Uh, drink of choice tonight? Uh, beer, probably. Just beer. It's a cheap night. Yeah. It's a cheap night. It's cheap. Yeah, it's cheap. Yeah. It's like two. It's like two euros here in Barcelona. Super cheap. There you so. go. All right, Panic. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate Thank it. Uh, for the rest of you community, we are going to uh, hang out for just a moment. Appreciate you guys hanging out and being here for the September State of the Game. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Snake Eyes, we've got a very. Uh, we've got two different possible paths that we can go here. We can go over our time and uh, discuss with the community some of the information that we got here today. He says no. <laughs> uh, or we can go ahead and wrap up right here uh, as we conclude our state of the game and we can go down into the after-party room and discuss a little bit more in a gold taping of Talking Trek as to our community feedback and what we heard today as far as information given by community manager Panic. Uh, very quickly, uh, I'll give you guys an opportunity very, very quickly to, uh, to provide your feedback in text here. Anybody have any comments or anything that they would like to give or any questions uh, that you would like to give? Ah, yes, Jetski, the discovery announcement. So Panic actually, again, uh, not super, super 
uh, awesome at handling the, the hints. I don't know if you guys heard it. Panic actually stole my thunder. Panic gave the hint. Uh, and I don't even know if you guys noticed it or not. One of your all's questions... Uh, last show, when I gave the hint about no uncommons for the warp range research, as you guys immediately went to and said, oh, well, it's going to be a new currency. And uh, the correct, uh, your hint for today is, in fact, that it is not. So here's what we know about warp, uh, warp range research for discovery here so far is that it will not cost uncommons. That was hint number one. Hint number two is that it will not cost any new currency. All right. It will not cost any new currency currency um so those are your two hints and chick says that's a lame hint listen i gotta stretch this out a little bit you're not supposed to know the answer after one hint or two hints this is like a game of 20 questions all right it's like 20 questions now you guys know it doesn't cost a new currency now you guys get to ask questions of me for your third hint that will be revealed this coming sunday no John, no rares, no uncommons, no epics if you're a G4 player, okay? Uh, and, and by the way, we're talking specifically about the Warp Range Research Node. No uncommon G3, no uncommon G4, no rare G3 or G4, and no epic G4 parts. And now we know not a new currency. That is your hint number two. Welcome to the game of 20 questions, ladies and gentlemen, okay? You're not supposed to know it yet, but now you have an opportunity to ask your third question, and uh, your third question will be relayed up, and the hint will be provided to you next Sunday. Next Sunday, okay? You guys have a chance to submit your questions for your next hint. Some people are saying Apex Metals. Some people are saying Mycelial Spores. What's it going to be? You guys pose the question to me. I will pose the question to the Scopely Development Team, and we will get you a hint for this coming up next Wednesday, all right? Guys, thank you so much. I appreciate you so very much for being here on our September State of the Game. Uh, I would like to thank our guest, Community Manager Panic, uh, for being here. I would. I don't know if he's still in the room. Is Hal 9000 with us? Hal 9000, are you here? I don't know if you're here or not. The room is very, very crowded. I don't even have an opportunity to search through the names. If Hal is here, I very much want to speak to him coming up in our after-party show, okay? I very much want to speak to him coming up in the after-party. Uh, if you guys would like to hang out, we will be discussing our community reaction and our feedback in the after-party room coming up immediately following the conclusion of Talking Trek episode number 84, okay? Appreciate you guys all being here. My name is Ultimate DJs, and this is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, which is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I'd like to say a very quick and special thank you to our gold patrons, our supporters of the show. To become a gold patron, visit our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.online, TalkingTrekSTFC.online, where you can click the link to become a patron. You can click the link to support the show at a level of one, three, or five or more dollars a month at the $5 gold level is where you get access to our gold episodes taped a couple of times a month. And I'd like to thank our gold sponsors right now, Gregor and Scott, Venkman and I, Beglin, Big Country, Trash Panda, and Doom, all gold sponsors. Thank you, Hank, Lord Neelix, Chuck the Grunt, Pops, Dark Lord, Steven Darren, JB, Ahab, Energy, and Fukum, all gold supporters of Talking Trek Live. Hi, I bombed you, Thorn, Virtual Army, Jay Berg, DJ Gurr, Red 2, Unhani, Just Skippy, Aceus, Asriel, and Dunk. 
all gold supporters of the show, and I thank you for your monthly support. Bojack, Ape, Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Jason, Tabby Moza, Regis, McRock, Lady Kess, Frank Gallo, Engineering Free Philly, Hudson, Doc31, Morpheus, and Fartasia, all supporters of the show at the gold level. Thank you, Nick Burns, Cam, Coulter, NC, and Jetski, Wingnut, Jay Filler, Fluffy Puma, CCXN, Heidi Grubbs, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names Rock, Leonidas, Alfino, and Space Sheriff. Thank you guys for being gold supporters of the show. Rurstot, Raxnar, Striker, V-Ready, Jerry Ryan, Indy Dandy, Quackfu, Mr. Fusion, Callus, Kingo 101, and our newest gold sponsor, Commander Taylor, live from the lonely server 192. Thank you so very much for joining our gold patrons list. And I appreciate you guys also very much. Immediately following the show, we will be hanging out in the after party room to discuss your reaction. If you're listening live, then you have a chance to pop down. If you're listening in podcast form, catch the conversation in our Podbean app by joining the Gold Patron program at TalkingTrekSTFC.online. My name is Ultimate DJs. Love you, man. And see you later. Bye bye.